Welcome back to Kicking It Back. Today is Tuesday, February 26th. Killing the date. I'm on a roll, Preston. I'm coming prepared. We're going to keep the golf rolling this week. We have another awesome guest. Yeah, this one. This one's a big guest. He's got a huge following. Huge. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And you know what? He's an awesome dude. He's our friend now. We, you know, we've been talking with him. He's just a great dude. Everyone's going to love this guy. You know, I'm excited for this. Yeah. Jackson's honestly such a great guy. We've been going back and forth the past couple of weeks, you know, staying in touch. So I bet you guys will really enjoy this interview. Yeah, I'm excited for it. So let's get into it. All right. And welcoming on to the show today, we got uh, we got something that hits home to us, a little Mr. Golf Balling on Instagram. If you check it out, um, his name is Jackson Elstro. Yeah, what's up? Thanks for having me on, guys. Excited. It's this, always fun, bro. Yeah, this hits home to us. We love golf. Oh, yeah. We love That's, it. We we not only love golf, we love your page. I wish you could see the amount of times in our little group thing we're sending out posts left and right, all that crazy stuff. One of our buddies had actually a video that was on your page. I don't know if you remember it. You see a lot of them. It was uh the guy was he's about to tee off on a par three, and another kid comes screaming in with a golf cart and just takes him off his feet off the tee box. I don't know if you remember it or not, but we do hilarious good stuff. That is funny. I don't remember that specific video, but I'm sure I'm sure I'll probably stumble upon that video relatively soon now. <laughs> yeah. So t- take us back a little bit. How did you start this uh, Instagram page? You know, to keep it short, I mean, it, it's such a weird story. I mean, in 2014, I made it. It was called Everything Nike Golf. I was obsessed with Rory McIlroy. So I just had a whole page dedicated to Nike Golf. 2014 Ryder Cup comes. I bring my buddy Sean on. We saw some some nice growth because this is Instagram in 2014. I mean, it's kind of like comedic how easy it was to, to gain in any any niche you had. We had a lot of success with the Ryder Cup. He came up with the name Golf Balling. We just kind of rode with that, sold it actually my senior year of high school in 2017. And then I was so bored, I just restarted it and um, put a couple of years into it, got like 100K. And then with COVID, everyone was playing golf and uh, we found a kind of little little tweak in the Instagram algorithm was able to capitalize on it and, and here we are today wow that that's sick so when you say you sold it did you just find someone that was like hey I want to buy your page yeah it was actually probably like the stupidest thing I've ever done in my entire <laughs> life we sold it to this kind of like golf training facility in the suburbs of Chicago, like kind of where we grew up and um, for a job. And cause we, so I started it with um, my high school golf teammate. His name is Sean. We brought our other high school golf teammate, Nick on and that's who's on our podcast today. But I did that and we kind of got like jobs almost quote unquote, but it just was stupid. Like, I don't want to get in because I get so frustrated at this man. I He's on. He's he's not my favorite person in, in the planet. So it was just kind of a whole mess and uh, nothing came out of it. They still have our Instagram. They just changed golf balling to the player service or however you spell it out. And um, it's completely dead now. And it was it was tough because we had like 40K. We were like one of the top golf golf pages on Instagram. So Damn. Kind of a big regret, but that's that's know. wild, bro. That's freaking wild. Uh, so yeah, so like you, you, when did you like figure out that okay, maybe this thing's gonna keep continuing to grow? Like, when did you say okay, I could put some time into this and like really escalate this thing? I, you know, I think it was with 
COVID when everyone was kind of locked inside. Um, I mean, I was gaining like two, two K a day, some days, like three K a day, five K a day. It was unbelievable. I went from like a hundred K to 400 K in like 12 months. And I hit 400 K on my birthday, my 21st birthday. It was crazy. Like I, it was just so surreal and I thought it would last forever (laughs) almost. And then, um, Instagram changed their algorithm. So now when you share a private post, it just says unavailable rather than at golf balling is private. You have to follow them. And so it just kind of slowed down. And I, then I started focusing this past year more on like actual original content, like original memes, um, you know, actually like making YouTube videos of myself, you know, kind of pushing our podcast and just trying to turn it into an actual brand. And um, this year, I mean, it's been absolutely crazy. So I, I couldn't be more grateful. It's been unreal. I mean, your page is absolutely huge. Like it is like, I was looking at it and I was, it's surreal how many followers you have. Yeah. It's, I, I don't believe it. Sometimes it feels <laughs> feels a ton of companies come out and they're like, are, were any of these fake before we pursue, before we go any further, were any of these fake? I'm like, somehow they're not at all. <laughs> that is, you're like, to my knowledge, no. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> That's crazy. So at what point, because you, I want to just step back. You said on, it, when COVID hit, everybody was golfing, right? I, we have friends that just started golfing during that time alone because what else was there to do? Yeah. Did you immediately pick up on that or did it take some time to realize, okay, I need to actually start really getting after this because this is getting more and more popular as the days go by? Yeah, I don't know if it was like a specific event, but I definitely started to notice a trend. And I was because I was pumping out like seven pictures a day, seven memes a day. I, I definitely capitalized and saw this crazy opportunity and I didn't know how long it was going to last. So it lasted a while and I kind of got stuck in a routine of thinking like, wow, we could hit 1 million in like 2022 and obviously back down to earth now, but I don't know. It was just, it was like a whole, like a year and a half time period where I was online school and um, you know, I, I actually make basketball videos. That's like my other, my other job, but I wasn't doing that yet. So I was just focused specifically on golf ball on every single day, just, trying to get new guests on the podcast, trying to make viral memes and just kind of riding the wave. What was this always like your dream to become like a creator on Instagram or. Yeah, I would say, I would say ever since a young age, I've always wanted to be like a content creator of some sorts. Probably I would have probably said like a YouTuber when I was a kid, um, just cause my mom, so I, I was raised by my mom and she worked like three jobs raising me. And so I was always alone. And so I just feel like a big portion of my childhood was either on YouTube or just social media. And like, those were almost like my mentors, like, like optic nade shot, like just like gaming, gaming YouTubers. Those were like who I looked up to. And, um, I just like, they had such a positive impact on my life that like, I just, I want to have the same, like, I just wanted to have the same. And, I think I realized at a certain age where it's like, I mean, you can really realistically do anything you want in your entire life. Like everybody can do anything they want. So once I figured that out, I was like, all right, let's see what we can do. Yeah. That's, that's funny. You say that we've actually recently with the podcast and everything, we stumbled on the idea. You know, obviously, like you said, COVID hit, you're like, all right, well, what can I do now? Like 
you get that growth. Well, late, lately we've kind of had that light bulb go off where it's like, we're getting cool people on like yourself, you know, we're reaching out to people. They're actually hitting us back. They're respecting what we're doing and it's helping us kind of keep climbing. And now we're at the realization where it's like, damn, this is, this is going uphill. Like, you know, we're, we're working our ass off for it. It's, it's, it's happening. What do you have to say to someone out there that's maybe thinking about a meme page, you know, maybe they're starting off small, like what's the biggest tip of advice, I guess you could say to someone that's contemplating right there. If you have one in particular, if you have multiple, shoot them out at us. Yeah, I have, um, I would say just be consistent. I've kind of always been more of like, when people ask like quality or quantity, I've always been kind of like Gary Vee almost where it's like, just do both. You know, like just just yeah. do both because um, the quality will figure itself out as the more you work. But I would say just stay consistent to it. And, um, you know, another big thing is really to just I mean, not even really kind of keep outside noise to a minimum. I mean, I wouldn't listen to I wish I could go back and do it again. I wouldn't listen to a single word my family says or any friends say, especially someone who doesn't want the same thing as me. Like, I don't if they have something negative to say. I wish I could just go back and tell my younger self, like that they don't know what they're saying. Like there's a lot more psychological things than to a like rude comment like that. So right. I'd say stay consistent and um, just believe in yourself. Really? Uh, that's great. What I got to ask. So why did you come on this podcast? Like you had to look at our page and see like they, they have 1500 followers. I mean, what's that? What is that going to do for your brand? You know what I mean? Or are you thinking, yeah, I really don't know why I'm here. <laughs> he's, he's wishing he could hit the end call button right now. <laughs> well, no, don't. First off, 1,500 followers for a podcast. I, that's really impressive. I would say that's, that's very impressive. I would say even like 50 is, is very impressive. But um, I don't know. You guys seemed cool. The, the podcast seems cool. And also, you know, I, I've got my own podcast as well. So I, I kind of understand that like reaching out to people, it's, I don't know. It's like everyone's human kind of like, as we were talking about before we hit recording, like there's no harm in saying like, yes to any opportunity that comes your way. Like what, what wrong, what can really go wrong if something were to go wrong, lesson learned. So. Right. Right. That's, that's funny. You say that. So recently we interviewed Todd Watts from rip it grips. He said he was a little bit familiar with, yeah, that That was his face. When we brought up you on, we were coming up with an interview with you. Have you checked out any of his stuff? We loved him. We thought he was just an unbelievable dude. I don't know if you've actually been able to face to face talk with him. Great guy. Like you'll want to support him even more if you oh, haven't. Man. But, awesome. you know, so like you just said, the opportunity where we reached out to him, he had less followers on uh, than us on Instagram. Preston saw his page and was like, yeah, I'll shoot him a message. That's like what we're into golf and stuff. Turned out it was like one of the greatest things we could have did. And like you just said, the even like the following on the Instagram right away, his page is new, but it wasn't the highest. So like we just reached out because we thought he would look like a cool dude, a cool product. We just wanted to hear about it. So like, yeah. that's funny you say that, but the rip at grips, he said he had recently sent you something. Yeah, he sent he sent me some grips and they're like honestly the coolest things I've ever seen. I love like abstract colors and he sent a couple orange or like light orange ones, a couple light purple ones. And unfortunately, I left them at my dorm in Chicago, but uh, I cannot wait to fire those puppies on. They're going to be so sexy. <laughs> yeah, that, so so I found his page through you cuz oh, you cool. you advertise on golf balling. Cool. And so I'm like, yeah, let's get this guy on. And then oh, I'm yeah. like I'm like, Jared, why don't, why, why don't we try to get golf balling on? So I, I just shoot you a DM and you hit me back and I'm like, no fucking way. Did he actually get back to me? I'm like, how did this guy with 500,000 followers just see my DM? Yeah. I'm just a normal guy. <laughs> <laughs> how many DMs you get in a day? 
Dude, you oh, gotta guess. Man, I, just a rough I estimate. The, I get some of the worst DMs. Maybe like fifty. Um, okay. Probably like five to ten of them are stupid bots saying like, right. "Do you want to grow your Instagram?" <laughs> um, and then majority, like thirty of them, forty of them a day are just like the worst quality videos and pictures I've ever seen in my entire life. And sometimes you find those diamond in the roughs, uh, but for the most part, they're just like really bad submissions uh, of golf content. So. That's the way I always look at it too. Like, you know, when we're DMing people, you know, we're reaching out, maybe it's on our personal account, whatever. You got to kind of have a tight app, like keep a tight ship. Cause like, you got to like sound professional. We reach out to people all the time, but it's almost like you got to tell them why you think they'd be cool on your podcast. You know what I mean? Like why, why do we want to hear Jackson's story? So I think that also plays a huge role in like people reaching out on those social media type things is like kind of how, like you said, the format, the, the quality of what they're presenting you. Yeah. And also flattery is always Brownie flattery points. also is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Jackson takes bribes over at golf ball. If you're listening, <laughs> he'll come on your podcast. If you send him some free stuff, <laughs> talk about that a little bit. So like all these companies, you know, reaching out to you, wanting you to advertise, like, have you gotten some pretty cool shit out of it? I, yeah. I, I have gotten a lot of cool stuff and I, I'm starting to give them away to like friends and, and family and stuff. Now I, it used to be really cool, man, when I was first starting out and we'd get a company and I'd be like, yo, could we get something? And I, I'll put a, I'll put like a post up for you guys. And now it's I'm just so thankful to like I have to charge every 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 piece of merchandise. I, like, I have to charge for it, even if they're if they're sending it for an unboxing. Like it's just there's too many companies. There's too many people. So it's like, once again, I'm, I'm just so grateful to be in this situation. It's like, it's so surreal. And, um, I think when I graduate college here in May is when it'll kind of come full circle. Cause it, it's hard to process sometimes for sure. For sure. That's nice. funny. Yeah. I was actually just going to touch on that. So who's Jackson outside of golf balling who, you know, what do you do? What's your free time? You're in school. You clearly said, you know, tell us a little bit about your, you're more than just a golf balling page. Obviously let's hear about it. Well, so I'm a fifth year at Loyola Chicago. So I'm, I've been around for a while. I, I don't put too much work into school anymore. I'm really just kind of focused on um, building golf balling. And then I also have a, a basketball account uh, called Will Upton. And I've also got another basketball account called Houston Rockets daily. And, uh, I got both of those monetized in the last year. And um, awesome. that's kind of like all I do. Like, that's really all I do. Um, you know, I like to smoke a lot of weed and hang out with my friends. But, uh, <laughs> I, I'm really just kind of working all day. And sometimes I, I think about that. And I'm like, you got to enjoy yourself sometimes. So I like once a week, you know, go out downtown Chicago, have a good time with my friends. But for the most part, man, I'm just Cause I graduated in May and I'm trying to do this as my full-time job. So I'm, I'm just trying to figure new things out really all yeah, day. I was just going to ask that. So when you graduate, is it, is this it? Is this what you're doing? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I think for sure. Um, I just got to figure out where to live. You know, Chicago is so expensive. It's kind of hard to golf. Um, but I just got back from Nashville actually last week. Oh man, that was that was my first time in Nashville. That was unbelievable. So now I'm thinking about possibly moving to Nashville. Um, Sweet, yeah. But yeah, with with basketball, with my basketball pages, and with golf bond, it's kind of like golf bond can pay my bills, and then my basketball pages can kind of pay for the funness and uh, food and like all, you know, just like to live. 
<laughs> without nice. a doubt, without that's a doubt, dude. That's that's freaking sick. So the basketball, pay, are you nice? We're from Cleveland, so are you nice to the Cavs? We've had a couple of rough years. I got to be honest. Oh, like, yeah. I actually post. I've been posting Cavs videos almost every day for about a month and a half now. Um, Cavs Nation's treated me very well. I in the month of December, I was when they were winning a lot of games. I was posting them like every day. They're they're blessing me with views, and they almost got me to ten thousand subs. So I I love wow. Cavs Nation. I will. I will continue to post Cavs. <laughs> Hashtag NBA All Star Darius Garland. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. I'm always seeing that. Uh, Greg Newsom, the guy that was wearing our hoodie, the Browns player, he's huge on Darius Garland. I think they're good oh, buddies. Yeah. So that's funny you said that. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, that's good, man. I enjoyed that. So, like you said, you're golfing. How often? We, you know, how often are you getting out? Obviously, Chicago, the weather's not always golfable. It's yeah. kind of like us in Ohio, but like you know, yeah. summer. How 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 many times a week are you trying to get out and play? Um, well, so I was playing, we actually got a quick plug to golf on NET here in Chicago. They have like 10 courses you can pay. You pay like a year membership and you have access to 10 different courses every day. And it's so, it's literally like the coolest thing ever, but, um, they hooked us up, my buddy, Nick and I on the podcast with memberships. And so we played like every single day, even cause we were in online school, right. um, and we were playing like every single day for the first two months of summer, posting YouTube videos like every single day. And I got totally burnt out and I got sick of like only a couple hundred people watching the videos. And so I just kind of started making more basketball videos because they were really starting to blow up. And um, I would say probably only like two times a week at the end of the summer. And um, I think moving forward is I'm thinking probably like three, maybe four um, because burnout exists and it is not fun and it'll it'll drive you to the ground if you're not careful about it. So lesson learned, but I was playing a lot to start the summer to say. Nice. That's awesome. Well, talk about your podcast a little bit. You've touched on your YouTube and your Instagram. How often do you post on your podcast? We do the podcast Mondays and Thursdays. Um, I'm actually lucky enough because one of my my Nick, Nick uh, he goes to Loyola. He's on the Loyola golf team. So we're in Chicago and uh, the other guy, he's getting his MBA at Notre Dame. We do two a week. I think we're at 164 now. Um, you know, we've had some cool people on, but the pod's more of a thing I just kind of like to do for fun right now because we're all graduating pretty much in the next five months. And um, I don't want to like force my buddies to like, you know, want to like, for it to like kind of be a job, you know, something that we have to do. So I, I, I try and keep it loose. You know, sometimes we'll, we'll miss a week, but I think my plans long-term are, cause I really like the dynamic of having two high school friends or three high school friends. Um, but I think moving forward, I'm, I'm probably going to start a podcast. You know, I'm thinking like maybe even with a guy like brilliantly dumb, if you guys know who that is. Oh yeah. Um, something where I'm like able to post, like clips of us every single day like because both of my buddies like they kind of like being under the radar not really being known and like having like they don't even have their last name one of them doesn't even have their last name in our podcast page so as far as the future of the podcast goes i don't know i'm just enjoying it every day but we've had some really cool people on i've been very fortunate that's awesome. So I was just going to ask, you know, with golf balling, all your uh, basketball accounts, everything, you know, have you gotten any cool, you know, interaction from anyone, you know, some, you know, actual PGA professionals, whether, you know, Darius Garland, anyone cool? Yeah, we've had, um, I mean, it's been a really cool, like, like I said, it's been a really cool year. I mean, 
we have a ton of like big, bigger, I feel like a dick saying it, but like just a ton of famous people who follow golf on and enjoy yeah, it. Sure. Like, I mean, Rory McIlroy, I know is one of them, like Tom Holland. Um, I know the Hollands have, have actually like bought one of our merchandise before, which was like the coolest thing in my life. But um, it's more a uh, meeting, I think meeting fan or not like fans, but like meeting supporters of the page is probably the coolest thing. Like I remember one time this, this past winter, I think it was maybe spring break or last winter break. I was in Florida where my dad lives and I was at the beach with my buddy and I posted a picture. I'm like, you know, anyone want to play golf in this I don't want to name drop him, but like this, this big time guy was like, yeah, come play my club with me. And we get there and there's a reality TV show star there. And we just had like the best day ever. And it was just Damn. so, it was so freaking cool. And we just got back from Nashville where we were able to play Troubadour. Cause I just put on a story, like, can someone help us play here? And um, it, it's just been like really cool. Just meeting like everyday people, as far as celebrities go. I mean, I've played with a couple of them and, they've been really cool. It's just like, I don't know. It's really cool. Man. No, that's awesome. Good for you, dude. Yeah. Sweet. (laughs) I I love, I love it. I love seeing it built from the ground up. Absolutely. It's so sick. What's how many, so when you're playing, how are you, I mean, are you, I I would assume you're solid, you know, with the amount of times you're playing a year, you know, and plus, you know, playing with cool people and all that, which, what are you going out and shooting on 18 holes at the local Muni? We'll say local Um, Muni. We're not asking, you know, top notch course. Local Muni, I'm probably, I'm probably breaking 80. Um, I oh, try and usually we'll play like a, you know, a, like a nice-ish course, play the tips, and I'll try and be breaking 80. But um, if I'm not playing consistently, I'm definitely not breaking 80. But, I mean, I was on my golf team for four years, and I took like a two-year break after that, and I'm still kind of trying to get back to, uh, like, I don't know, that competitive <laughs> – drive i like just going crushing beers you know smoking a little bit just enjoying with the with the guys like this is you're our kind of guy we need to get out and play we need to get out and play this is that's like what we're about you coming to ohio anytime soon probably yeah probably i gotta (laughs) drive to new york this summer so i'll I'll be through it let's uh yeah let's link up that'd be fun bro that'd be sick don't be uh don't be laughing at us though when we uh yeah when we're throwing clubs no i'm joking completely joking (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's awesome you got anything else you want to add before we keep moving on i mean we got some segments we can get to here but i mean if there's anything you want to shout out obviously i don't know if your golf polling page needs our kicking it back shout out but hey if you want to toss it feel free <laughs> honestly um, like half of our followers probably follow your page already 98 percent of them do we, yeah. we we looked before no I'm <laughs> no i mean that's that's really it i feel um like i said i've only done two podcasts before this is the second one the first one i First one I butchered so bad, evidently they never ended up posting it. So thanks for reaching out. It's been great talking to you guys. I'm excited to, to keep it going as well. Yeah, of <laughs> course. Appreciate that, of course. Hey, guys, it's Howie Gross with Gross Investments running an ad here on Kicking It Back. I'll get you back to the show in just a minute. I want to tell you about how our firm is able to manage your portfolio. At our firm, we're able to implement a proprietary investment methodology that utilizes a non-emotional, methodical, mathematical approach to investing. It signals what we believe are the three most important aspects to investing, when to hold, when to sell, and when we feel it's safe to re-enter back into the markets. It's designed to prevent the next market crash from wiping out your life savings. It's called MarketGuard, the power of knowing. Also be sure to ask me about our newest portfolio, MarketGuard Blockchain. 
Thank you, and back to the show. Gross Investments is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. All right, well, we're going to roll into our next segment. It's called What's the Word? We explained a little bit before, but we're going to toss you out a word. Just say the first thing that comes to mind. All right. All right. The first one, golf. Uh, balling. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. No, I love that, that, that answer. <laughs> Everyone else out there would have been like, Hard. frustrating, <laughs> shitty, not fun. He throws his brand out. Beer. There. He's love like balling. Yeah. <laughs> Comes to mind. The marketer. I love that. I love that. <laughs> All right. Number two, we got YouTube. Ooh. Oh, man. I, fuck. Like, just funny. Just funny. <laughs> you go on YouTube outside of your channel, like, are you just on YouTube, you know, watching, you know, the Barstool guys or any, you know, any Boy. other pages, Rick Shields? Um, I like the good, good boys. Um, okay. Or play on more watch, like, when they'll play, like, a nice course or, like, they'll be playing, like, just when it's, like, set up and it's it's fun. They're, yeah, like, yeah. and all that. Um, but really, I just, I just stick to, like, basketball YouTube or, like, just funny clips of shows I watch or – it's so random. You know, YouTube's so random. I can oh, get yeah. lost for hours. <laughs> for sure. I will say, if you ever get to the point where Four plays like, hey, let's go play, tell them you got to bring your agents, okay? That's all I want to say. <laughs> Preston Work Jared here. right here. I got you guys. <laughs> <laughs> let's make that happen, all right? If you're listening to this, Riggs. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. All right, next one, podcast. Oh, man. I'm not good with words. <laughs> um. Honestly, like just friends, yeah. these are so lame. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm telling you, there's always been worse. Just always keep that in mind. True, true, true. <laughs> All right. True. Next one we got is meme. Oh, man. I thought of Patrick Reed, honestly. <laughs> he's a walking <laughs> meme. Yeah, he's been kind of like the, the staple as far as golf memes go for me in, in my meme making career. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. And the last one, Jackson Elstra. Oh, man. Like I'm just all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. He said all over the place. All right. And we also add this. 100 years from now, say you're not around. What do you mm-hmm. want people to think of when they hear Jackson Elstra? Oh, I hope they just get a smile. I hope they uh, I hope I influence their life in a positive way. And I um, hope they'll. They'll always think of me when they're struggling in a good way, in a good way. (laughs) Yeah, no, for sure. No, that was good, man. That was really good. Yep, for sure. All right. And then rolling into our next segment, we got over underrated. We just got one topic we'll debate on a little bit. As you can see, underrated kind of became a brand of its own. Yeah. Yeah. So social, sorry, social media. Oh, man. Oh. I feel like if you say overrated here. (laughs) (laughs) That is so tough. You know, I. Uh, I think social media might be a little overrated, but um, wow! Can I just remind you what you do for a living? I just want to <laughs> toss that out there. <laughs> I want to give you a chance to recorrect it. Yeah, I mean, it's um, it took me a while. I, it took me several, several, several years to kind of. I feel like social media controlled a lot of my life without even realizing it. Um, man, I just. It's as you guys are saying, it's because that's what I do. But um, 
I don't know. Maybe, maybe it is underrated, but I think you really have to be very, very careful on social medias, especially like, especially like Snapchat and Instagram. Um, I think you have to just kind of remind yourself not to compare and, you know, everyone lives a different life. Everyone goes through a different journey, but what social media has been able to provide, like, you know, guys like, like me, guys like you, like social media brought us together. You know, I would have not met you guys probably if I, you know, if social media didn't exist. So I'm very grateful for it. So I guess it's, I guess it's underrated, but it's such a love hate relationship that I have with social media. Cause it can kind of destroy like mental health. I, I got to ask if you weren't so big on like all the platforms, would you use social media a lot? No, I would definitely be off the grid, some Island. Um, and no one would know who I am. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I mean, like you just said, I got to go underrated just for the aspect of, you know, this interview is not happening without social media. There's so many good things that come from social media, but you are right. Social media can wreck someone, man. Social media has got a very ugly side. It's the truth. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I have to agree just strictly from like this platform, definitely underrated for growing like a business or anything like that. You know what I mean? But like outside of that, I I just feel like there's, don't get me wrong. There's so much comedy on it and it's great. But like so much political stuff and things like oh, that yeah. that I just don't give a shit about. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. you really got to filter it. It's, I mean, it's never been this. E- it's never been easier to make this much or a lot of money or to get a lot of followers. But it's also never been easier to like kind of lose your mind almost. So. Yeah, for sure. I totally agree with that. For sure. All right, cool. We got a hypothetical for you. Okay. Cool. One of our buddies, he, we, he finds out what guests we're having on. All right. He draws up a hypothetical directed towards that person. He does it perfect. It's awesome. So we got a good <laughs> one for you. We got, would you rather a fried egg in a bunker or a divot in the fairway? Oh, uh, definitely a divot in the fairway. Oh man. A fried egg in the bunker is like a nightmare, especially in competitive play. And I can't move it. Um, yeah, I hate that so much. I would, I'll take a divot in but, the fairway any day. On the flip side of that, like when you hit a smoke drive down the middle and you're just in a divot, you're like, did I really deserve that? But when you hit it in the bunker, like, you know, you should get penalized. I'm not saying a fried egg because God, that's everyone's worst nightmare. But at the same time, it's like if you stripe one down the fairway, did you really deserve that divot? No, definitely not. (laughs) Definitely not. But I don't know. I don't. I just feel like as far as hitting the golf shot itself, like I'd rather be in the fairway with a shot than in a fried egg where it's like, cause with a fried egg, I, you know, I'll be honest. I have no idea what to do in a fried egg situation. Nobody does. Even like Rory McIlroy does. And he's <laughs> just, just like, swing oh, yeah. Hard. yeah, he's just like, all right, I'll open the face up and swing. We'll see where it exactly. goes. Exactly. So like, <laughs> with a divot in the fairway, I think I could at least put it somewhere. Just so I could put it somewhere. I got to ask if you're going out, having some fun with the buddies. Okay. And you striped, we'll say 300 down the middle. You're looking good. Right. Okay. You're sitting, you're sitting pretty, you're feeling it. And the ball is in a divot. Mm-hmm. Are you, are you, are you, and I'm not trying to say you're sneaking anything, but are you giving a little tap, a little tap to the, to the grass? Are you playing oh. it out of the, if it, no money on the line. All right. I want to, this is just pure, pure. Like you're going out, having some fun, throwing back some beers. You moving that ball a little bit. I'm 100% moving that golf ball. <laughs> I, will, I will say that I will state that um, probably more as a statement than a question. But if they're, if I'm playing with someone and someone's got an issue with it, yeah, that's, that's perfectly fine. But 
Um, I don't really play golf with, with types of people who would make me hit like a, a if especially if there's like no match. If right. there's a match going on, I'll probably just hit it regardless because it's. I think it's more fun that way. But yeah, uh, for sure. I mean, if other people are playing it differently, you know, it just depends really who you're with. But I would say most time I'm definitely moving <laughs> that golf ball. If there's nothing on the line, I'm 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 moving that golf ball. <laughs> so so when you so. go out with your buddies, are you guys playing for money? Or are you guys just strictly going out playing for fun? Or okay, not even money. Are you guys wagering something? I would say almost always no. I would say we're we're just playing like usually like a two on two match. Yeah. Um I would say maybe there will be like if there was something on the line, it would be like dinner, like a Chipotle bowl, right. or it would be like, I don't know, like a couple beers at the halfway house or post round beers or something like that. But I've only played money lines a couple of times with like uh, like bigger, bigger people who have reached out and wanted to play. And thankfully, 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 my buddy Nick is a division one golfer and he. <laughs> Almost all like we. I don't think we've ever lost playing with him together. He's too good to lose. That's, that's freaking awesome. What are you studying in school? I don't know if I caught if I missed that or. I'm in advertising. Okay, I, I assume. Yeah, I was gonna say Genius. I assumed it was something like that based off of how you were talking, but I just wanted to make sure. So, so now I gotta ask because we've had a bunch of hot takes on this podcast that we're we're not the biggest fans of college here. I think you can make it without it. Do you think your advertising degree has helped your all your channels? <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> i'd great. say i'm i'm still learning there are some classes i'm in so i'm in like the communication school and um i took a class this past year and it was like we're learning like the word communications and i'm like i'm like dude i'm 22 <laughs> I'm, I'm in i'm about to be in the real world in six months and they're teaching me the fucking word communications like <laughs> there's been one class um and it was a great professor and it was a great class where I actually learned useful, a useful thing in the, in the advertising world one time in my whole life. So isn't that funny how that works, man? Yeah. I, I mean, I'm the same way I could point out one class, one singular <laughs> class. And I don't even know if it was the class, honest to God, it was the professor that would go yeah. off topic in the class on like related stuff. That's what I benefited from. Like I was like, I could get an A plus in this class, you know, with the, or I say it this way. I could have taken this class with someone else, got a perfect A plus. And I'm like, well, that sucked. I could have taken it with this guy. got to see him. I'm like, I'm happy. I learned everything. I mean, that's just, it's school is unbelievable. And then you're taking like arts and stuff. I mean, <laughs> oh, I took, I got accused of cheating from my, uh, my history of art professor because we worked on a study guide together. Let that sink in history of art. All right. You're already, I'm a finance major. We're doing history of art. Okay. I, I'm no disrespect, but I'm just not putting my full effort into history of arts. It, it, yeah. It's the solid truth. If I'm going to see that on my schedule, I'm going to be like, Hey, I got accused of cheating. I was like, is this really like what we're going to do right now? Like it's history of art. Like this is a class I had to take and I don't know or understand why. Unbelievable. Those are, those are some of the worst. Those are some of the worst. I, uh, how, how, what year are you guys in? We're both seniors. We got seniors, one semester yeah. left at Ohio state. Yeah. Cause now, Oh man, Ohio state's all, that campus is unbelievably cool. Um, we should but, get you out. Let's yeah, get on the Scarlet, Scarlet course, course, brother. Let's do it. I would love to. Man. <laughs> you can bring Once your buddy. Can we can throw back some Hell beers. Yeah. Hell yeah. Let's do it. Hell yeah. We're going to make I that feel... happen in the spring. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. hundred percent. It's only like a six hour. It's only like a six hour drive from, 
from me, it's not too bad at all. For sure. For we'll sure. show you the, the Columbus way for a weekend. It's a shame yeah. there's no game days. We could have had you out for a game day. You could have got the full experience. That's true. That stadium is so freaking cool. It's just right there on the campus. <laughs> yeah. It's, so cool. it's amazing because you see it every day and you're like, yeah, like, you know what I mean? You get used to it. Not to take you get you take it for granted. You're like, all right, it's right there. Yeah, I'm working out. Our gym actually overlooks it completely. Oh, so like really? you're, you, it's like literally from like me to the or from our gym to the stadium, it's literally like a five minute, oh, five second walk. That's right. I've gotten some smoothies there. I've okay. Smoothies next to that gym, yeah, yeah, that's, for sure. Because you got those the like outside stadiums right there too, right? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's cool. I, I gotta ask, why were you at Ohio State getting smoothies? Um, well, Big oh, so guy. I drove. I <laughs> <laughs> just love smoothies. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, one of my ex-girlfriends used to go to school there. So I've been there for okay. other reasons, but I was just there this past summer driving through. Um, my buddy was living in Columbus for a summer job and I was driving to Virginia. So nice. Uh, made a stop there. Yeah. Perfect. We're going to have to duplicate that, brother. That, yeah. I mean, that'd be well, fun. We that'd could even fun. get you a smoothie if you really. Yeah, we'll drive, <laughs> you. we'll drive you. We found smoothie. your weakness. It's smoothies at the art pack. <laughs> All right, Jackson, we appreciate you taking some time out of your busy day, man. I mean, you probably got a post to go make. We won't keep it too long. No, I'm playing. Appreciate you, Jackson. Thanks for coming on, brother. Thanks for having me out. It was awesome. Great meeting you guys, and I'll uh, I'll see you guys soon. Yeah, for sure. sure. Shout out Jackson for giving us some time. You know, he he came on to kicking it back. He said we seem like cool dudes. That's a that's a good compliment right there, Preston. Yeah, definitely. I mean, (laughs) just the fact that he gave us the time of day really speaks volumes to the kind of guy that he is because his following is I quick math, a fuck ton bigger than ours. <laughs> <laughs> you got that right. You got that right. Yeah. He's a great dude. And like we said, I'm glad everyone's going to get to hear this interview. I'm super glad he gave us some time. You know, it started a little friendship. I'm excited. We're hoping to have him down in Columbus, maybe go play the Scarlet course or whatnot. It'd be a good time to hang out with him. I'm, I, I'm hoping that happens. Yeah. Or maybe he'll just take us to Cabo. One of the two. Yeah, I mean, we can go to Cabo. Uh, he he likes doing that. He just got back from Cabo. You guys should check out his social medias. He posted some cool videos on YouTube and whatnot. Make sure you go check him out. But yeah, I'm ex- I'm super happy he came on. These golf last two golf episodes, the spring's right around the corner. The weather's turning. It's getting into that that time of the year. Oh yeah, I'm excited. I'm getting the itch to golf bad. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's it's you know, the itch comes when the weather starts to get warm. When it's snowing out, I'm just like, eh. But like when it gets yep. to like 60 and a spring 60 feels way different than like a, a fall 60. Like a spring 60 feels like a 90, like because you just got out of the, the 10 degree oh, yeah. weather. It, it's oh, a yeah. different feeling. It's such a good feeling. <laughs> yep, without a doubt. What you been up to? Anything? Anything going on? Nothing crazy, really. How about you? Any stories? No, we were in Nashville a couple weekends. I've had some weird fortune running into celebrities. I will say that we were at Kid Rock's Honky Tonk in Nashville a couple weeks ago, and he showed up at the Honky Tonk, ran right into him. It was like I told Madeline we had to go to the second floor of the bar. There's like four floors at all these bars. And I'm like, we got to go to the second floor. I'm like, I got a gut feeling we're just going to run into this guy. Like, I just have weird Mm -hmm. luck like that. Sure enough, run into him. And then we're at Ethel last night in Columbus. And then Murr from Impractical Joker shows up. That was the weirdest yeah, experience. I was going to say that is way more strange than for sure. Kid Rock for sure. Yeah, yeah. His own bar. But like, uh, why was Murr in Columbus? It was hilarious. I have no idea. So I'm like, you know, we're drinking. I'm I'm drunk. And I look to my right and I see this like bald head. Right. And he's like coming up the stairs and we're sitting there. We were with like Greg Janice and like, you know, his little group and his all his roommates and stuff. 
And I look and I and all I I just instantly was like, is that Murr from Impractical Jokers? Like, I had no idea. I didn't hear anything about this dude coming or anything. He turns around and goes, oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> I'm like, oh, OK. Like, it was the weirdest thing. It was one of those where I was like, I don't know if like this is actually happening or if like I'm just like that drunk to where like this isn't. But then like, obviously, he took my phone and took a selfie. So I have the picture. It's the weirdest. That's so classic. I weird. So what thing. was he doing there? He was just drinking? I have no idea. I have no idea. He was at the bar. I, I, I don't know. I got no clue. Like all star weekends in Cleveland and you're at yeah. Ohio State. I don't like I didn't understand the at I don't Apple. know. Yeah, it was it was weird, man. It was a weird like, not even like, for like an event or something. Yeah, like, it was just weird. I have no idea. Wow. I don't know if he was like content creating and maybe like those people give him the reaction he's looking for. I have no clue, but yeah, interesting. Who knows? Yeah. Other than that, not much going on. We do have a song of the week sent in from Jake Charette. We'll bounce that real fast. It's right now by Mike Stud. Haven't even listened to it. I'm excited to listen to it at the end of the episode. So, yeah, we'll do that. Cool. Cool. Shout out Jake that, for sending that in. That just about wraps everything up, right? Yeah, for sure. I, I don't have anything else to add. I do want to say golf balls were originally made of feathers and leather. P-Dog, take us out. Thanks for kicking it back. Preston and Jerry. Peace out. Let me be sure to check us out on instagram and tiktok at kicking it back underscore username is in the bio of this episode make sure to also subscribe to our youtube channel at kicking it back podcast and smash that like button on all your favorite videos all of these platforms make it possible to vote on polls about the show allow you to see behind the scenes footage and most importantly allow you to participate in all of our free giveaways Subscribe and leave a review on whatever podcast platform you are currently listening to. We're thinking right now. Let's get it right now. Life ain't easy. Better go slow. I try to, but with the money, I don't. Life ain't easy. When you're going fast, gotta look around.